Hello, everybody. My name is Giancarlo Torres, but only my closest friends call me by my nickname, Gianco. And that's why you are listening to the Gianco podcast, because I am your friend. Today, we have the privilege to talk to Carla McQuarter, successful self-employed makeup artist who also works extensively in volunteer work. Carla and I will talk about goals and how about what you dream about when you're little is super important. So first of all, Carla, can you hear me all right? Right now, as you just said that, it cleared up. So now I can. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Carla, thank you so much for accepting my invite. Really no do appreciate it. Carla, uh, tell the audience, you know, because people want to know who is Carla. Tell them a little bit more about you and, you know, what you've done. So let's start with that. Well, again, thank you for having me on this podcast. My pleasure. Um, I've been in bridal work for the last um, 10, close to 11 years. I specialize in bridal hair and makeup. Um, at a young age, at 16, I was able to start a business of my own. Um, it's something that I've always loved. I've always been a very artistic, creative person. Um, so when I have my clients, I just see them as canvases and get inspired to doll them up and make them happy achieve their uh, glam goals, as I call it. But I have the pleasure of now working with different girls in a team we call Velvet Hammer Artistry as well. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with different photographers. I've worked with um, famous, you know, nutritionists and uh, different kinds of TV personalities with my job as well. So that kind of just sums up a little bit of what I do. Fantastic. You know, Carla, out of topic a little bit. Every time I talk to you, I always feel like I learn like two or three new words in English. <laughs> like while you're talking, I'm like, wow, you know, only Carla does this. It's incredible. And for the ones that are listening, <laughs> Carla has always had an A in English. She's, she's really fantastic at this. So that'll be another podcast in English. But Carla, talking, you know, like a little bit more about your makeup career. Mm -hmm. Um. Was this a dream when you were little to be a makeup artist? Well, the funny thing is, Giancarlo, that I have been always a very ambitious, goal-oriented person to the point that I didn't have one dream. You know, most kids just dream about being an astronaut or a doctor or a singer, etc. I wanted to do it all. So I didn't just want to be a makeup artist or a hairstylist. You know, that was, of course, one of my dreams. But I also dreamt of being a nurse. I wanted to be, um, and if, excuse me, this might sound super vain, but of course, young me had very high self-esteem. But I also <laughs> wanted to be a Miss Universe winner. You know, <laughs> those were some of my ambitions. I, I wanted to also volunteer and dedicate my time um, yes. helping others that was always a priority ever since I was a child and um, that was just some of the many things I, I wanted to accomplish I just anything that I thought I could do I wanted to achieve I felt that the world was at my grasp it, you know Carla it, it's super interesting how like you always had this mentality of I want it all mm -hmm. um, mo mo most people they're they're raised or they're born with uh, you pick one you either pick this or you do that you were kind of like, no, I want it all. Where do you think you get this from? Do you think you were born with it? Like, do you remember being little and just coming to this conclusion? Like, where do you think you get this uh, healthy ambition? Well, to believe it or not, I think it's both, right? Because I believe that 
a lot of people are born with that kind of ambition, but sadly, the world knocks them down before they're able to pursue it or before they're able to dream more about those goals. But Mm. I feel that I've always been a very ambitious person. I've always wanted to achieve it all, but I also had parents that were very um, supporting and motivating um, and they gave me the uh, support that I needed. You know, they would always say that if I worked hard enough for it, I could achieve it. So I had that mentality that if I worked hard enough, I could accomplish what I dreamed of, you know? I love it. How important is support for you? I think it's very important. Um, you know, of course, support is crucial to grow, you know, not only as a child and teenager, but as an adult as well. Um, support is important for our businesses because when you have a your own business, there's no such thing as you know, you skyrocket from the beginning and it goes great from there. There are highs and there are lows. And you just have to prepare yourself and figure out if you're willing to deal with those lows because when those moments happen, you want to give up and you feel, you know, maybe this isn't for me or maybe I should have chosen something else. But when you have that needed support, it will help you get through those rough times and it will help you achieve what you wanted to do in the first place. So support is very crucial. I love it. Carla, there are people that want to start a business. They want to be self-employed like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, one big challenge comes and they give up. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people like yourself. They get the big challenge, but you didn't give up. Without giving me the humble answer, what, what makes you different? I think what makes me different is I would hate to look back and look at my experiences right with business or in life and when we're going through a horrible problem we always see it bigger than it actually is right and Mm. it could be a very difficult thing but sometimes they're not as difficult as we think it is um we see that goliath right a lot larger than it can appear to be so i would hate for my own mindset to stop me from accomplishing something I always wanted to do. And that's something that I've kind of carried on with me my whole life. You know, I will fight until death. (laughs) I will fight until Mm -hmm. the end. So, you know, I try to use all my resources. I try to figure out a way until there are no options left um, Mm -hmm. because I have seen the fruit of the hard work, right? You know, when they have this expression that you have to dance in the storm a little bit before you see the rainbow. And I have seen that time mm, and time I love again. It. Yeah. I've seen that time and time again where, you know, you have to fight and you have to go through it, but there's always something that you can learn by the end of it. And I think that because of those bad experiences as well, and because I've kept fighting through it and um, just persevering, I've been able to learn qualities that have helped me be a better person, a better business owner, um, you know, help me be more patient, help me have more insight. And those are qualities I definitely couldn't have had if I just, you know, persevered. Um, But those struggles are important for you to grow um, in your business and, and as an individual as well. Wow. So basically from what you're saying, Carla, you've really, 
appreciated or you've really given to, uh you've honored the struggle there correct you exactly you've honored the struggle Put it perfectly. you've honored it yeah you've honored the struggle and you're extremely tenacious uh from what i've seen though so that's 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 awesome of course i'm not surprised <laughs> carla um let's talk a little bit about challenges okay, okay? um of course, as an entrepreneur, I, you know, and you as an entrepreneur, we go through challenges weekly, sometimes daily. Um, but sometimes there's challenges that we don't forget. Tell me, of course, please, you know, without mentioning names or anything, your worst experience ever as a makeup artist. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's a very good question. You know, thing is with COVID, right? Um, it's been a little bit more difficult. Um Yes with health procedures, especially because you're in an industry where uh, you can't do things through Zoom and you can't do things through video camera. You can't send things over the mail. You have to be person to person, right? So the challenges of, for example, I have to clean things a lot deeper and heavier than I ever have before. Um, I have to wear two um, face masks and a face shield in order to see my clients. I have to make sure they follow COVID procedures and different things like that. So, you know, that in itself has its, has been its own challenges. But um, one experience in particular that I will recall was a client I had maybe about five to six years back who, you know, I think that's what disheartens you the most is when you have very difficult customers because you want to be happy right you want your customers to be happy when you see that your clients or customers are happy you feel that you're doing a terrific job and you feel that things are setting right but when you get experiences like that it's very disheartening and you feel that either you're a failure or maybe the words that they said are true maybe you aren't as good as you thought you were or maybe you know you don't have the it factor um but this client I had was very difficult, arrived very late, was extremely rude to the rest of the clients I had there. Um, and, you know, to the point that I had to tell her I wasn't going to render my services to her um, and she had to leave. But anyway, um, with that particular bridal party, a couple of weeks later, I had I always ask permission beforehand from my clients if I can take before and afters. And they've been so wonderful that they allow me to. So I, I took a picture of one of my clients and I posted it. And this um, very difficult client that I had weeks prior sent me a private message, uh, extremely angry, saying how um, I should not post a picture of her, which I didn't have any in the first place. But she said that she was going to sue me, that she was going to make sure wow. my life was difficult and was a horrible cyber bully and just very difficult person. And I'm not going to lie, that was very disheartening, but I didn't give her the time of day. I, you know, just was like, you know, it's not worth it. She didn't have my services. She's just being difficult. And I had to, you know, block her off social media and off any contact I had to make sure that she wouldn't be bullying me anymore. She started bullying some of my previous clients as well. Um, so I started getting messages from other previous clients saying that, you know, this lady was being very mean and hurtful to them for the same reason. Um, and that, that was very hard. But um, again, I feel that I gained a lot of knowledge from that experience. Um, I, I feel that as well, it's important at the beginning to, when you talk to a client, 
it's important to know that, you know, your services are right for them as well, right? Because that's mm-hmm. the thing about the business industry. Some people feel like it's oversaturated, but it's not, right? Everybody has something different to offer. And clients look for very different things. And everybody has the opportunity to give that client what their needs are, right? Um, and my particular skill set is for a specific type of person, right? Everybody's welcome, any kind of age, ethnicity, race, background, etc. Um, but it's important that you as a business owner and the client meet eye to eye. And you can see that my services, if they work and work for you and, you know, vice versa. So I feel that that taught me a good experience to talk to the client pretty frankly and clearly beforehand, um, make sure that they know, you know, what I offer and I get a feel to them as well, because as a business owner, you have the right to accept or decline your services Yes. to whoever it is. Very true. And I feel that because of that, again, I grew. And thankfully, ever since that, I haven't had uh, an experience like that. Wow. So, so basically now, whenever you talk to a prospect, mm-hmm. right, who probably wants you know, your your, uh, your services, you, now you start to analyze them. And so you start to ask yourself, do I want to work with this person? Correct. Correct? Do I want to work with them? And that's the thing. It's also appreciating and putting value to your work, right? You don't want to sell yourself short. It's important that you know how valuable you are. And it's important to know, you know, how valuable your business is and your services. So sometimes I see girls starting up the business and they will have a, you know, it's okay to start in a low price because you want to get more experience. But I've seen girls that are super talented and sell themselves short. Um, And sometimes they'll have way more bad experiences than I've ever experienced because they're just willing to give their services to whoever, but it's important to know your value. And those, when you know your value, those clients that you get are going to be the clients that help you grow and help you enjoy what you do even more. Wow. So many golden nuggets (laughs) here. Um, I think Carla, a lot of people that start as a business owner, that start as an entrepreneur, that's, that's mm-hmm. where they feel the most. They they think that they have to mm-hmm. sell to everybody. They think that they have to hunt to everybody, you know, their product, mm-hmm. service, whatever. And people feel that. Um, it's like they have this scarcity mentality that if I don't get them, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to be broke. Um, you know, the entrepreneurs that keep going, they eventually learn, hey, you know, you have to value yourself. When did you come to this conclusion? Like, were you kind of always like this? Like, hey, me first, let me see. Or was it after this experience that you kind of learned that? That was something I had to learn from experience. Um, again, mm-hmm. I I say that many business owners fall into that mistake because I myself fell into that mistake, right? Because yeah, me yeah, too. <laughs> you know how it is. You want to grow. You want to be successful. And you want to please everyone. But when you become an entrepreneur, you realize that you cannot please everyone. It's impossible, no. you know, to make everyone happy. And to quote... Um, a very famous person. Um, I believe her name is Rita Von Tees, if I'm not mistaken. But she said, you can be the juiciest peach in the world and there's someone out there who hates peaches. And that's just the reality. You know, um, you're not going to please everyone. Therefore, 
again, from this experience and from other little things that have happened in the close to 11 years I've been doing this, I've realized that not everyone is going to be satisfied or not everyone is going to work with what you're selling or what you're doing. Therefore, you want to look for a market or a clientele that, again, you know whose services will work for and that they will be happy with what you do as well. Yeah, no, love it. You know, you, what you just said about the peach, I, I love it. It's a John Maxwell says, uh, he says, follow the mm -hmm. 5% rule. No matter what you do, 5% mm -hmm. will be happy. That's, that's the other one, which is it's like he says, whenever you have a bad client, tell him, you know what? Today's not your day. Tomorrow's not looking so good either. Right. Mm -hmm. Of course, the humor, but, but you're right. You're right. You're I, again, and like, you know, I can't agree more. So, you learn by experiences, and that helped you say, you know what? I can't help everybody. That's it. I can't help everybody, and I have my value. I love it. Carla, there are people out there, uh, probably, you know, women out there that want to be makeup artists or whatever they want to do, mm -hmm. but they're scared. They don't know how to start. They don't know who to contact. They don't know how to get referrals, how to get clients. They're scared that they're going to fail, um, which is very normal. What can you tell them? What uh, encouragement or advice can you tell them for someone that wants to be self-employed, that wants to be an entrepreneur, but is scared and doesn't know how to? What well, can Jennifer, you I'm really glad you asked me that question because you will not believe the amount of direct messages and emails I get about this question weekly. Um, and again, there are many girls who are talented, many girls who are starting off, but they have that fear, you know, and they, the constant thing I hear and I had mentioned it previously was that they feel that this market is oversaturated before. If you look about 10, 11 years ago, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of makeup artists, but thanks to YouTube and Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, etc., the makeup community has grown exponentially, right? It's grown largely. Yeah. Everybody knows about makeup. Every celebrity has a makeup line. Um, there are new things coming out daily, if not hourly. And um, it's actually a great time to be part of the makeup community. But uh, going back to some of the points I referenced to was that first off, starting off, you know, practice makes perfect. I, I hear a lot of people say, well, maybe I'm not talented enough. Well, we have to start somewhere. Um, it's important to, yep. again, practice with clients. And build good relationships because especially in this market, what is important is referrals. So if you do a great job on a bride and her bridal party, she's going to be having some tea with some friends or having some brunch. And one of them's going to get engaged. And who's she going to refer to? She's going to refer you because she not only had a great experience, but she knew you had a good job. You get that job, same, you know, you do wonderful in her bridal party and she's going to refer you to five or six of her other friends and that's how you start growing bit by bit, right? And again, what I offer and my skills is not going to be the same thing you offer. So don't feel that maybe because you've seen a lot of makeup artists, there's no room for you. There's more than enough room um, for you to join the makeup artist community and start your own business. Actually, funny enough, the problem that I've been having um, in the state I live in is that I can't find enough makeup artists to help me with large wedding parties. Um, wow. And I sometimes I can't refer them to other makeup artists because I don't know who else to refer to. I have 
Yes. And I really? have two wonderful girls. Um, one is her name is Anna Hope Patterson at Belver Harmer Amherst Artistry. Absolutely wonderful. And Ashley White as well. Um, Blush and Blonde, I believe, is her company and her Instagram handle. Those two girls I've been working with for the last couple years. And we work a big bridal parties together. And I do a lot of referrals. But besides them two, you know, sometimes there are a lot of weddings that sadly I have to, you know, cancel because I'm too booked. So definitely there is a need for makeup artists in the industry, especially hardworking, responsible makeup artists. And I feel that um, if you start practicing now, if you start getting the word out, some girls are like, well, what do I need to do? You know, you can literally go on YouTube and YouTube is one of the best teachers we have right now. Um, Even getting a little mannequin off of Sally's Beauty Supply or Amazon have you know if you have a sister a mother just practice 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 and you'll get there and another thing as well is sometimes they're like well it's so expensive for me to start my makeup kit but I started off my makeup kit with pure drugstore products and sometimes those drugstore products are better than these high-end ones and that's how I was able to build my kit more and more and more where I have now these luxurious products like you know Chanel and Lancome you know and things like that but we have to start somewhere and I feel that there's nothing wrong with starting humble because starting humble is what will get you to the top so definitely like I said just keep on practicing um don't put yourself down and there's room for everyone in this market love it so carlos message for every woman out there or every you know lady out there that wants to be a makeup artist carlos messages mm-hmm. go start correct they need you the world needs makeup <laughs> artists from what carla is yep. saying and so you know it, it, it's funny right it's funny how like we we, we have these uh unsupportive beliefs um but they're all wrong they're all wrong because from what you're saying there's a need for more makeup artists so carla uh before we end this fantastic podcast what where can people find you so that you know, like if they ever want to work with you whatever you know they can thank you, you know, so talk much john carlo um my instagram handle would be makeup artistry by carla i also have a facebook page that's also with the same name makeup artistry by carla there they can see my work um i post stories often i love to interact with uh my small following um and my uh clients and dms i feel like i have a relationship with each and every one of them and when i say small of course i don't have like 10k (laughs) so anything under 10k for me would be a small following but I really appreciate um, all the clients that I have there. And I always um, have this motto, right? Where the emphasis in beautiful is you. Um, So I always say that everyone is beautiful. My job is just to enhance it. So that's the point of my page. If you see my work, I emphasize a lot on beautiful, natural beauty. And a lot of people, you know, or a lot of my clients, they come to me feeling that, they're done that there's nothing I can do to fix them and they don't know how beautiful they already are you know it's just about using the right techniques and the right products to bring out the beauty so definitely check out my page and if you by any chance have listened to this podcast and start following because of it please hit me a dm and I would love to have start a conversation with you 
Fantastic. Carla, thank you so much. This has been a, a really good podcast. I think there's so many golden nuggets that people will be writing down and will be re-listening to this. And I'm really happy for the contribution you've done for the makeup industry. Um, because again, it's, you know, if you do a good job on someone who's getting married, you make their day more special. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big deal, right? So, um, Carla, again, thank you so much for this podcast. And for everybody that's listening, if you would like, if you would like to talk about this more, text me at 678-923-0978. And I would love to have a conversation with you. Week through week, I'll be interviewing successful entrepreneurs like Carla who will talk about their journey. I will interview people who have had good results with health alternatives that might be beneficial for you. We will talk about entrepreneurship tips, strategies, personal development, and a lot more. So if you're interested in business, health, and personal development, subscribe to this podcast channel, and I know you won't be disappointed. That's it for today, folks. My name is Giancarlo Torres, but since you're my friend, you can call me Gianco. Have a great day.